Hello, Cracker Barrel family, and welcome to the Barrelcast. Alrighty, so really, really excited about this episode. I think we've got uh, a good podcast episode on deck today. A lot of conversations in our stores uh, around building top-line sales. In- incremental sales is, is, is what we so often hear. So, Doris, what, why, why do you think this is so important for our business today to be building these? Well, I think top lines is, is important in the business, really, as we think about recovery, as we think about reestablishing our business, stabilizing our buildings, getting our people back to work, creating those opportunities uh, for jobs. Think about our, our bonus structure, putting more compensation into the pockets of our leaders. We're going to get there through building top line sales. The great thing about um, the focus on the salesmanship is it reduces the amount of pressure you have to put on cutting back. It reduces having to focus on cuts. It just shifts the mindset. So when you focus on top line sales, like for instance, labor, Mm-hmm. You can either, you know, run low in order to achieve your goals or you can grow sales and make the money to pay for the labor that you need to take care of the guests properly. So I think when our focus of top line sales is is so important to not only compensation, but to the culture and the environment, um, to creating good jobs for people, to helping our, our store, our company or our brand recover, but also our communities to recover um, by really focusing on driving salesmanship. Yeah, that's so good. I, I've often heard it said, and I've often said myself, it's it's very offensive versus defensive mentality, right? Exactly. So- yeah, it, it's it's definitely the way to go. And again, as you talk, as you think about what it feels like in the store, we can get so much more done when we have a mindset of growing instead of cutting. Kind of get into the, the nuts and the bolts of it. And, and, and I really, when, when you and I were talking about getting this, this recorded, I, I really wanted to talk about how do we create a culture in our stores where selling is just the thing. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just the, the, the thing we do, right? This is, there's, it's not a non-negotiable. We're, we're, we're just. Well, I, I think when you think about culture, you kind of, you know, uh, hit on this. It is, it's a non-negotiable. It's a, it's about, um, what happens naturally or organically. It starts with how we identify talent is that we are picking or, or, or bringing people along that already have a growth mindset or have a mindset of, um, abundance, a mindset that looks for the opportunity. They, they can see opportunity in just about any situation. So I think it starts with, how we think about our businesses and those around us. So when I am attracting talent, I am looking for um, that optimism, um, that person that has this relentless spirit about them, the person that I'm not going to say doesn't quite take no for an answer, but they see, they view opposition differently. Okay. So I think when you're having a sales culture, it's a mindset of, of viewing opposition or viewing a no differently. Um, as we try and create cultures in our stores, I think that um, sales culture is very um, dependent on active coaching and feedback. Yeah. So we have to create great trust in the environment where people feel comfortable um, giving feedback to others. And that's 
peer-to-peer coaching that's coaching up, um, that's being open to how we make others feel, and the employees and the guests equally. So I, so that's where I think sales culture starts. It's, it's, it's being in tune with the mindset of the people we work with and then being highly in tune with how we make others feel and um, active coaching, being able to call out, um, man, that was great. That was good what you did, but let me show you how to be great. That requires a different kind of leadership to be shoulder to shoulder, hip to hip. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it requires people leadership. It requires the ability to um, build good relationships and trust because I need to trust you to, you know, in order for you to give me, you know, constructive feedback and I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that sales culture is, is very closely attached to the type of relationships you build mm-hmm. um, with people around you. And it has to be, again, an active coaching environment. I think great sales culture is fun. Yeah, I think it's fun. Like, I think that you can balance, balance high accountability with high morale. I'm going to throw a curveball at you because you talk about it. <laughs> so, so what does that look like? If, I, if I'm a, a general manager or a retail manager or a district manager and I want to create that culture of selling, what are some things that I can do? That's a million-dollar question. <laughs> okay. Well, just, just very quickly, I would say we need to trust the tools. First, let's utilize the tools. Utilize the tools, trust the tools, and bring and, and really insert that into the building. Utilize those tools that you've been given to go in and coach. Second part of that is coach. Literally, what tends to happen is as our business get boggled down, we stop talking. The quietest the restaurant is is when it's like busy for some reason. It's this eerie quietness and everybody's just muscling through it. And this is the time where we should be coaching, encouraging, shouting out, you know, sales um, wins. Um, ringing the bell for the sales of mimosas, but really an active coaching environment is about good communication. It's not only letting people know where they need to be, but it's encouraging them along the way. It's taking good to great, but really high level of communication. And really, and this may just seem simple or, or may seem hard sometimes in this time, have fun. Have fun like <laughs> you know it's it's pancakes and pet games um yes. we, we should be having fun like we're here to um i mean this is like soulful like we're we're feeding people we we have yeah. the games we have the hospitality we're known for the way we make people feel let's get back to the basics have fun Good engagement, make someone's day, smile through it all, and encourage someone as they're going along. Because right now, it is a pretty interesting um, environment to work in. Yeah. You, you got to make of, it fun. You know, something, too, and you, you talked about uh, um, a little bit of restaurant retail, and we're talking about this partnership. I was I was listening to uh, um, uh, one of our senior leaders talking to a group of Sam's. It was, it was Mike Acne. He was talking to a group of Sam's. And he said, you know, historically on the restaurant side, historically, we just really haven't had a, a culture of selling. That's just kind of, it's not really what we've done. Um, but he had this point, it was, it was brilliant. He said, you go across the, what do we call it, the, the threshold, the, the golden threshold. <laughs> you go across there and we have some of the best sellers in the industry. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and, and so I wondered, you know, through this idea of, of, of building sales, do you think this can, can help 
foster, strengthen, grow some of those restaurant and retail partnerships that are out there? I, I think it will because partnership really is about give and take. It's about the deposits you make and also the withdrawals. And I think that if we had more of our restaurant leaders empower the retail manager to help create the sales culture in the entire building, um, they'll make deposits that would help, you know, some of the frustrations on the restaurant side with labor <laughs> um, because they'll help drive the sales. When you think about beverage incident being a category that we're looking at and you have retails, here's the thing. They're not just good retail leaders. They're great retail leaders. They're so great that they're literally working in an environment where the majority of the people come there to eat, not to shop, and they still get in the shop. So it's not like a traditional <laughs> retail yeah. environment where people are walking in to come and shop necessarily your store. No, these people are walking in to do something completely different, and they have such a power about them yeah. that they have convinced them or converted them into a shopper. So that's the strength a leadership that's standing on that side that they're literally doing pure, true, true conversion. Yeah. So when you think about having that type of leader there and then you come to them, I had an incident in one of the stores, the restaurant district manager called one of my retail managers and said, Hey, this store has been struggling with beer, wine and mimosas. Can you do me a favor for and this day? Take it over one day, 79 units sold the day he called the retail manager and said, can you create excitement around it? For us. Yeah. Because it's natural. They've been there. They're used yeah. to the conversion piece. And, and, and the retail management, it's even easier because they're already eating. They're already sitting at the table. All I got to do is get them to get this type of drink. Yeah. Game on. <laughs> so I think that they need to bridge that gap because I'm telling yeah. you, the opportunities are endless. Yep. And what and, and how a retail manager could really influence that restaurant culture and create that and quickly create that salesmanship and behaviors because they have been trained with the level of intuitiveness that they need to and, or, and the level of active coaching required in order to drive those type of sales. Yeah. You said kind of going back to what you said and, <laughs> and kind of closing, getting, getting close to the end of our conversation. I, I wrote down the three things that you said, use the tools that are out there coaching and then having fun. And, and I think coaching is a word you've said six different times here over and over and over again for the tools piece. Is there anything that kind of flies off the top of your head that you think is beneficial uh, that is out there right now? So I would say use in a moment reporting that we have. Mm -hmm. So in retail, that would be like your net hourly sales report so that you have in the moment um, information that way you can encourage okay. or coach as you go along to get the team where they need to be. So your net hourly sales in conjunction with your mad card to help drive the sales for the restaurant side. You know, we have in the moment reporting too, like the beverage incident yeah. report or the server suggestive sales report, those type of things where you can kind of pull it out, see where you are. I think in the restaurant side, something that's a lot more effective is immediate recognition yeah. when they are selling key items. Um, Touching tables, <laughs> touching tables, table audits to see and validate like what's going on and if they're adding, not just focus on beer and wine and crafted coffees, but a culture of salesmanship seems the opportunity in all type of sales. So is it cheese on their eggs? How many um, loaded hash browns are going out the, the window? So it's looking for those things that you can kind of validate that they're offering, they're adding on or they 
have an eye for opportunity to yeah. grow that sale. Yeah, make it you're aware of it and, and the yeah. actional pieces behind it. There's no really magic bullet behind the, the culture piece. It's it's really the leadership that to bring to the table every single day. And and do you make it a part of the, the everyday dialogue? Yeah. You know, I'm thinking from a restaurant manager, you know, food is just something that we talk about and food quality yeah. and, and, and all that kind of stuff. How you create that is, is it's constant coaching, constant communication. Mm-hmm. And, and you said this very in the beginning, the team knows what your expectations are. Yeah. And nothing's going to outbeat observations. We need to be in the front of the house. We need to be touching tables. And that's going to be the quickest, fastest, most efficient way to validate the behaviors. Doris, this is good. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. I I, I think it's uh, some beneficial information. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Doris, thank you. Have a good one. All right. You too now, TJ.